Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing whether or not teams should be building through the draft. Looking at it really through the lens of the Rams. And Sam, the Rams, they continue to just give up their first round picks. Is it the right move? It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to get a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in Sunday's game. That's promo code PFF to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday's season finale, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash prediction dash challenge dash DFS for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. What an energetic opening that was, Sam. Talking about the Rams and their draft picks. They will not have a first-round draft pick from 2017 to 2023. And the rumor is they don't really value first-round picks. It's it's shown in the way that they have gone about their business. So at a high level, is this the right move for the Rams and other teams? To hell with your first-round draft picks. I don't care. I don't want them. I want players. Um, yeah, the Rams are doing this a different way. And it's kind of fun, right? The the old adage is you, you build through the draft. That's how you're supposed to construct rosters. Um, the problem with that is, so you can basically create this entire story using just random NFL cliches. You're supposed to build through the draft. I, b- the problem I believe with it. that is, yeah, yeah the I problem with it. that is the draft is a crapshoot, right? We all know this. So you're supposed to build through the draft, but the draft is a crapshoot. So the traditional way of thinking is, well, okay, how do you square that circle? It's easy. You just get more lottery tickets, right? You get more draft picks, and that way it doesn't matter if your strike rate is bad. I buy that too. I buy it. Because you have more chances of winning. The Rams appear to be taking the approach of, well, if the draft is a crapshoot, let's take those draft picks that everybody else values and trade them away. Get good players, because that way we know what we're getting. And... It doesn't have to be a permanent cost sink because, you know, we can we can rent them. We can trade for a player and then we can flip them later for uh, uh, something else. And they've done that repeatedly, right? They traded a haul for Jared Goff and they've ended up trading him as part of the Matthew Stafford thing. They traded for Brandon Cooks. They end up flipping him later. And even lower down the draft, they've been using picks on guys like Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, before moving them on. You know, this is a team that apparently is perfectly prepared to just go full wheeler dealer when it comes to draft picks and honestly if Stafford does provide enough of an upgrade over Goff to take them you know back to Super Bowl contention it's hard to argue they're doing it wrong yeah it's it's a fascinating breakdown here so I I think there's a couple things at play and it's obviously the players have to be good and that you do mitigate a little bit of risk when you go and get an established player I do think the Brandon Cooks one is an interesting one because I thought the Patriots played it great, what they did with Brandon Cooks. They also, they traded a first-round pick for Brandon Cooks, got a year of service time out of him, and then traded him for another first-round pick. And I think if you look at moves from that high-level view, you know, first-round pick, they get it back, and they got a year of service time, that's a win. Even the Rams getting, what, a year and a half or so out of out of Cooks and flipping him for essentially for a second round pick that's still pretty good too so i think that part of the strategy makes it a little bit better um i the the, the risky part here is when you have player for multiple first round picks it's khalil Mack for multiple ones it's laramie tunsil for mon- multiple ones it's jalen ramsey for multiple ones and i think ramsey's probably the closest player to maybe being that valuable as far as non-quarterbacks go 
because it's just in the NFL, it's just really tough for non QBs to be as valuable as two or three players because average, we always joke about being average in the NFL. Average players are extremely valuable in the NFL, and you usually are at least going to get that from a first round pick. Yeah, see, I think that's the thing, though, is that I don't know that you necessarily are for a first round pick. There's plenty of first round busts still that are below average. And I think the Rams are, are saying, we know the strike rate, even in the first round, is bad enough that we're prepared to go two for one. We're prepared to take two of those picks, particularly as we're good, right? So these are should be, in theory, low first round picks. It's not like we're trading away the number five pick here, you know, consistently year on year. I know they've traded a haul, a huge package for Jared Goff in the past, but most of these picks that they're deciding to trade away now, they think are going to be low first round draft picks. It's not quite the same thing. Um, But they're taking, look, instead of two picks at number 25 in the draft, we are prepared to take both those and fire them towards a player that we know will be an, an elite top five player at his position, a guy like Jalen Ramsey. And a guy like Jalen Ramsey is a critical enough position that they're being really smart how they use that guy. And it isn't just Jalen Ramsey and the difference he makes over whatever number one corner you had before, whether it was Aqib Tlaib or Marcus Peters. It's the force multiplier that Jalen Ramsey is to a Darius Williams and to a Troy Hill before he's presumably departing in free agency. It's what he, it's, it's the knock-on effect that Jalen Ramsey has in the entire secondary moving down that depth chart. And I think at that point, it is worth a couple of first-round picks. And again, it's pretty hard to argue that they're doing this wrong that way. I, I think you have to look at it from the other side, though, too, because I think if you look at what the Dolphins have done the last couple of years by accumulating the draft picks... If you look at what the Jets now are in position to do and what the Jaguars are in position to do by having extra draft picks and now what the Lions are going to do on the other end of that Rams trade, I still think that is the better overall strategy. And for a couple reasons now, the Dolphins, if Deshaun Watson is out on the market, the Dolphins have the draft capital to make the move. And I know we're arguing, do you dra- you know, do you trade those picks or do you, or, or do you uh, trade them for players? Do you use them or trade them for players? having draft capital allows you to trade for players or to pick players it also allows you to make moves like the ravens trading for clayus campbell for a fifth rounder so i think the the concept of accumulating picks and then picking your spots for how you're going to deploy them is the right move and the rams are not doing that they're just immediately chucking receive uh, first rounders at players yeah, but they're still doing the same thing. Like, they're still using their picks to acquire those players. Like, if the Rams decided they wanted to trade a fifth for Calais Campbell, they would do so. They're not being hamstrung by trading for those players in the first place. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, and then the other part is, like, you're saying that, hey, look at all these teams who are putting themselves in position to make all these moves. It's like, yeah, but at some point you still need to make them, right? Like, having all this draft capital is great, but you still need to hit on enough of those players for it to be worthwhile, which is the point, right? This is the Ram saying, we don't think your strike rate is good enough to do that. So putting yourself in position to make all these draft picks is kind of irrelevant. The Rams don't care about that. What the Rams are interested in is when you spend all those picks, you're the Raiders, right? You just got this haul for Khalil Mack. What did you do with it? You know what you did with it? You set it on fire. You got nothing. So we win. Doesn't, That's basically what the Rams are saying. In it this. doesn't mean their process was wrong, though. It really doesn't, because 
But it does if it happens that way again and again. Like if th- that's the whole point. They are betting on this idea of you're not good enough to to make the best out of this. So while we sitting here in like analytics world are saying the value says you take the picks every time, the Rams are saying we're better at this than you are, and you're not good enough to to take advantage of that. So we're going to go this way. Look, the way this the way this was positioned to me was you know a source close to Les Snead basically said they value picks in the twenties you know, less than they value a player, which I do think is a fair discussion, right? I think that's fine. And you made that point as well. The, the other point I'll make, though, is what what you do with the picks is like what Seattle did a couple of years ago. They turned a first round pick into six picks throughout the 2019 draft. And DK Metcalf was one of those players. So they turned a first round pick into twos and threes and whatever else beyond that. And DK Metcalf's one of them. And he's a first round valuable value player. But again, the value of stocking your roster with mid-level guards and mid-level linebackers, that is where the Rams, I think, are going to be lacking with fewer draft picks over the next few years, and the rest of the roster gets depleted. That's why the Texans are where they are. So the Rams are one example. The Texans are the other. They're the ones who have not been drafting in the first couple rounds over the last couple of years, and it's going the complete opposite way. And Laramie Tunzel has had to prove his worth as left tackle by being as, as valuable as three different players, and it's really difficult to do. So there's some examples of it working, other examples where you have a team like the Texans who have the third best quarterback in the NFL and a four wins because they did not build through the draft. Right, but I think the Rams can still do all these things as well, right? There's no reason the Rams can't take their second round pick in the 2021 draft, trade it down, and pick up three more lower picks, right? They, they can, if they want to take the more lottery tickets approach, they can still do that. They just can't parlay a first round pick because they've already got Jalen Ramsey for that. Um, and I don't think that's a crazy strategy to take. When you, again, the, the Ramsey allows you to get undrafted or low round guys like Troy Hill or Darius Williams that are being overlooked and actually maximize their value. Frankly, I'm on board. I'm sold. The Rams are doing it right. Everyone else is dumb. <laughs> I'm still on. You build through the draft, and yeah, you still pick your spots when it comes to picking players. And for the Rams like strategy to work, cliches. for the Rams strategy to work right now, Matthew Stafford has to be a significant upgrade over Jared Goff and equal to two other players. It's inherently risky. Let us know what you guys think. Building through the draft, trading for players. There's no perfect right or wrong answer, but we still want to hear what you guys think. It's the PFF NFL Daily.